Kelly. And I'm Courtney, and we are the ladies behind Court and Kelly on Instagram and the founders of the lifestyle blog, Mimosas in Manhattan. And we're back. It's another week. It's a beautiful day. It feels like glorious New York summer outside right now. Oh, I, that is music to my youthful ears. Wow. You are. So you look very youthful today. Yes, I am. I just, I love There's nothing more I love than a good New York city summer. Wow. Wait, I think I forgot to tell you this, but somebody texted me the other day and they're like, you don't realize that I watch, I listen to the podcast and we, and I love um, how silly your guys's banter is. Oh, that is so nice. So nice. And you just saying banter reminded me that Love Island premiered last night and (laughs) talk about a good transition (laughs) and we forgot to watch it. So now it is on my list of things to do. It's just hard because it comes on, I believe at 5 PM here. Um, so you cut and I don't, I think we have to like watch it on a computer because we don't have, now I understand how the rest of the world feels about like Bravo, because I don't believe in the UK they can, they can get Peacock, but they can't get like Bravo, like how we do. And now I'm realizing how annoying that has to be. Yeah. It's like, I just want to watch Love Island. (laughs) You know, I've never gotten into Love Island. I know I would love it, which is why I won't get into it because I just feel like, I mean, I could sit and watch that shit for hours probably. And they say it's Mm -hmm. it's not banter. They're like banta. Yeah, it's addicting. And there's certain seasons you would love. I'll keep you posted on which ones to watch, but it's an undertaking. Like, as I said before, like, I think I watched one season purely because I had coronavirus and I was like, it's 50. I think there's 50 to 60 episodes in a season. And so I was like, what else do I have to do? Does Kyle watch it with you? Yeah, he loves it. He was the one who reminded me that it was on last night. (laughs) (laughs) Well, he's also on his um, sabbatical. Oh yes. His gardening, um, gardening leave is what it's called. What is going on? So if, um, I posted this on Instagram stories today, but if you missed it, Kyle has worked for the company FanDuel for seven years now, which is like a million years in New York dog years. Yeah. Yeah, In New York city, having a job culture. Um, I only know like two people that have worked for companies, like for more than maybe six years. Yeah. Um, and he started interviewing at a new company and he got the job offer while we were in Norfolk like last week, which is super exciting. And so celebrate, well, we're going to dinner like next weekend. I don't know when maybe we'll celebrate on Saturday. Okay. We need to do like a champs toast. I know that's true. And so he got this job, but he's going to a competitor and he had let HR know. And I kind of was like, maybe you shouldn't let them know where you're going, but you also don't want to lie. Yeah. And so he was very straight up and they were basically just like, okay, well, we're revoking your access to like anything, but we'll pay you basically through the tell, uh, like four year, two weeks, like, cause he was putting in, and this is pretty normal. Like Macy's did this too. Like if you were going to a competitor, they would pay you because you're putting in your two weeks, but they, they were like, to, like steal information. Yeah. Basically. You have to leave basically immediately, even though you've been there for years and years and years. <laughs> yeah. So he's my assistant, uh, for the next Good. two weeks. So it's been so much fun because he's not really doing anything during the day. So I just give him tasks. Like, like can you tasks? Well, he like, well, today I said, can you go drop off this, uh, Poshmark package at U- USPS? 
sure. And then, uh, but the other task I gave him was like wedding stuff, just kind of going through our, uh, like on Zola, you have RSVPs. So it was more just who making sure people separated out for rehearsal dinner, RSVPs and the ceremony RSVPs. So, so he's a good assistant. Yeah. He's a really good assistant. Um, and then he's also working on some other things around the house. So, you know, wow. we'll talk about a great gardening leave. Yes, I know. It's the truth. Wait, did that happen to you when you left Macy's? Did they, um, did they do that to you or because you were going to work for yourself, you could just work? There was only one member of my team left when I left Macy's and that one member was me. So they didn't give a shit about what I did. They were just grateful that I was still there because they had let go of everybody else on my team. Yeah. I was staying on at Macy's for two months because I was helping like sunset the brand. Um, and so I literally worked in a cubicle surrounded by empty desks, had nobody to talk to all day. And, um, but no, it was actually like a really great time in my life because it was such a good transition from working on a team to working for myself. Like I was able to like, I, it wasn't like a huge hard stop, which was nice. Like I still went into the office and stuff, but yeah, I don't even know if people like knew when I left, like I, I just grabbed my stuff on my last day. And one of the ladies was so sweet and like brought over cupcakes. And, um, so I gave them to like some of my friends on the floor Yeah, and then I just like left. There was no party. There was no like celebration of me going away. It was like, okay, like bye. And I never looked back. I was like, I think I'm done here. That's so interesting. So when I left my last job, it was during the pandemic. And by the time you put in your two weeks, well, when I did, I was so done. Like I was so burnt out and I was working on this account. Actually, I haven't told you this yet. I was working on this account and I was like doing all the celebrity contracting. And I, for some reason, like I just couldn't even read a word at that point. I was so over it. And then, um, I like left and now we're working with this brand and we're going to a dinner with them next week. So my old client that we're going to dinner with is the one I was working on when I left small girl or when I left my last agency. Um, but we had a zoom going away party. Yeah. And that's so nice. And I got fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> like, I got fully fucked up, but it was really sweet. My CEO sent, um, everybody mimosas because we're mimosas in Manhattan. And that was like my going away little celebration. Everybody did toast. It was actually really, really sweet. Yeah. I remember that because one of your coworkers reached out to me and said, what should we set as like our background zoom images? Cause everybody wanted to have matching like zoom images in their background oh, yeah. for your going away party. And I was like, that is so sweet. It was sweet. Did you do, it was the office, right? I believe I I don't because I wasn't on the call or anything, but I think it was. I mean, yeah. I gave them like a list of things. Oh, that was nice. Thanks, Court. You're welcome. Um, okay, so what's going on with you? Last time we talked, you were down in Norfolk. Why I, I always feel weird when I say that town, that city. Norfolk, Norfolk. Norfolk. Well, and people say Norfolk, but some Norfolk. people say Norfolk. And you had your bridal shower and then you went back to Cincinnati this weekend for a baby shower. So you must be really clean. <laughs> Get it. <laughs> Oh, I get it. I get it. That's amazing. Yes. Um, so I had my wedding shower. It was super fun. You know, I definitely told people or have been telling people it's not even like we had no gifts. It was not, I didn't want to do the shower for like the presents. I literally wanted to do it because we have eight parents and I wanted 
everybody to be able to have met prior to the wedding weekend. And I am so glad that we did this. So if you have a lot of family, I think, I mean, no matter if you want to have the presence or doing it for that, like doing this is a really good way to like get a lot of that out before your wedding weekend. Cause I will say like, I was a little overwhelmed on Saturday. Like I yeah. was feeling kind of anxious and it was hard for me. Cause I was like, where is this anxiety coming from? Because everybody that I love is here and I'm well, surrounded. You're the center of attention and you probably yeah. felt like you had to entertain people and make sure people are connecting and everybody's intermingling and stuff. That's a lot yeah. of responsibility. Yeah. It's a lot. It's a lot of responsibility. So I would say that it's really smart to do something like this because you kind of just get a lot of that, those connections. And then, and then going into the weekend, it's like people already have like established yeah, connections with each other that they would have otherwise like made previously. And since we're getting married over Thanksgiving, it, a lot of families coming into town early. So a lot earlier than it would be for like a regular wedding weekend. Yeah. So I'm kind of just happy that I, I, it wouldn't be a bad thing if I stepped away, you know, Oh, you know, I'm going to go to bed early or I'm, you know, going to miss like this or that event yeah. during that time, like leading up to the wedding, because I feel comfortable that everybody w- will be fine on their own. Yeah. But I also feel like both of our families and like Kyle's family, there's like a bunch of people I haven't met in Kyle's family yet, but the people I have met, like everybody's a talker. <laughs> so oh yeah. Every- I, don't, I don't think we couldn't find things to talk about. <laughs> I know. So Kyle's family is actually coming back in the end of June. And we're doing like a little, uh, mini bridal shower since Kelly couldn't come to the one in, uh, uh, Virginia. So that will be really, it's just a little brunch. Um, and I'm so excited to share stories cause it'll be really pretty. Yeah. Well, and then how was the baby shower this week? Oh yeah. That was super fun. So I was in Cincinnati for the weekend. Um, very chill, just kind of got to like see friends from high school. I had like a little, a date with my mom to the Reds game on Saturday. And we had such a nice time together because my older sister got coronavirus. So she couldn't go coronavirus. I just want to do coronavirus, coronavirus. Yeah. So it was really nice to just kind of get to spend time with family, but I will say, I felt like I haven't had like a day. Yeah. Usually my Sundays consist of doing nothing. And I, I, I thrive off of that routine of like, I don't plan to do anything on a Sunday because I like to just watch TV and lie down. So I haven't really had that. So I think my social battery is a little bit depleted, but I will get back there. I just need to like to have, I've been trying to make sure my nights, the next couple of nights are cleared so I can just relax. You haven't stopped in three weeks. I know it's been a lot. I definitely was feeling it. Um, just tired, but I went to bed this past weekend. I was in bed by like 10 30 each night. So that was, uh, that was nice. Cause I didn't really want to have any late nights. We like went to a birthday dinner and all went home afterwards. Like how mature is that? What? I've never done that, but like, yeah, I was like, wow, look at us. Like, is this what this feels like growing up? Yeah. It's like, we all like said bye after dinner and like my friend dropped me off at my house. And then usually my the ends with like somebody crying and somebody else ordering taco Bell. or being like, we need to go, uh, to like this bar and that bar and that bar. But it was like very mature of us. We had such a nice dinner and we're like, okay, see you guys uh Sunday. Wow. Never have I ever. <laughs> I know. <laughs> well, I was really mature this weekend. I did literally nothing. And I just feel like a million freaking bucks. Yeah. That see, it's good. You, you kind of have to have those recuperating time periods. And I haven't done that in forever. And all I did was like 
work out and walk and be in the sun. And I really, for like the next six weeks, just want to focus on that because I want to feel my best on my 30th birthday. I want to go into my 30s just like feeling really good. I love that. Do you want to run a uh, race with me? No, I don't. Well, maybe I do. I'll start at like maybe a 3K. We'll see. But also I have to tell you, oh, I'm going to talk about it in so random things I love. Um, So I'll, I'll wait for that. Okay. So tell us about, um, your rent situation that got a lot of DMS on Instagram last week. And it's not uncommon. You know, I actually had this conversation with my dad this weekend, like rent is going up everywhere. It's not just New York city. We got DMS from people in Seattle. I mean, Cincinnati, like it is, it's crazy. It's not even like the housing market is insane right now. It's not like the rental market. And essentially your rent up, rent went up by a hundred percent. And not that you were going to stay there anyway, but it's just one of those things. That's like pretty crazy. It was just shocking. I think. And yeah. I, and I think people, a lot of people ask like, how is that legal? I'm a subletter. So I, the laws are like all different for me basically. Um, and I don't know. It's so confusing, but I wasn't planning to stay here. But I think when I saw that it literally doubled, I was like, oh my God. And I know we talked about this on the last podcast, but my original plan was just move it to just move into Johnny's house. And then his rent went up too. So now we're kind of like rethinking everything, but I basically need to be out of this apartment in two weeks, two weeks. And so Originally, I was like, okay, well, why don't we move in together to a new place in the beginning of July? But like, it's just, it's too soon. And there's like, just really not that much on the market. So now I'm going to move in his place and then we're going to spend the summer in his place and then start looking in September. (laughs) So you guys... More moving coming your way. (laughs) Well, hey, at least, you know, you have a plan and everybody has in some way had to do something of this caliber because New York is so complicated when you're moving in with a boyfriend. Like you can't just like get out of your lease. Like I've had people like live like Kyle used to have um, one of his old roommates, girlfriends. She lived with them for a month because her lease couldn't add up to that lease. And it was just cheaper to do it that way and put your stuff in storage and then figure it out together when the time comes. Yeah. It's so insane. Everything's so complicated. Yeah. That's okay. Every- we're we're going to figure it out. Everybody's in. Yeah. You're going to figure it out. Um, we are, our lease is up September 1st and we send prayers every day and night that we do not get put into a crazy situation with our rent going up. The only saving grace is that we rent through owners. And it's just a lot better of a situation than renting through a management company. That's just out there to get money. Like we have a personal relationship with our landlord. So we're really hoping that that saves us in this crazy market that they don't do anything wild, which I don't think that they will. Um, so we're just kind of waiting to see, cause we never want to leave this apartment. Like I will be here until I leave New York if everything goes according to plan. Yeah. Well, me and Johnny are moving into your guys' second bedroom. And that's fine. (laughs) (laughs) The four of us. We did just get a Wi-Fi extender for that second room. So, you know, you guys can figure it out. Always an option. Speaking of Johnny, we quickly have to talk about the Johnny Depp and Amber Heard case just because we've been covering it so much on the podcast. I'm sure you guys all know by now, but this came out last week that Johnny has officially won the defamation suit against Amber Heard. 
court? Were you surprised? Like, what were your thoughts? I wasn't surprised, but I definitely think like Kyle and I had this conversation earlier today that I do think we can't sit and be like, she's crazy. Like he's crazy too. Like they're both crazy, but I think that he just had such a better team, like his lawyers. And I just saw, you know, Camille, uh, Vasquez, I believe it has how you pronounce it. Is she just got promoted to a partner at the law firm? Like she just wait, like so much deserves that promotion. Um, so it's just like it come, it came down to like her team was just 10 times better. And the way that they were able to like present the case and the evidence and everything against her. Um, so yeah, I don't think it was surprising. Yeah. So basically just, if you guys don't know, the jury unanimous, unanimously found that Heard could not substantiate her allegations against Depp and that she, that she knew her claims of abuse were false when she published her 2018 essay. So basically like, it's not whether she's lying or not. It's whether or not the words in her essay were she knew were actually false allegations, which makes like the whole trial kind of confusing. Um, but also, I mean, Johnny just had so much social media support. Like I've never seen anything like it. And I don't know if you mm-hmm. saw this, but this morning or like last night, um, he's now on TikTok. <laughs> Johnny Depp is now on TikTok. And he came out and was like, thank you guys for your support. I mean, he, I think he truly understands how much that specific platform totally swayed the social opinion of the case. Yeah. Yeah. No, it really did. I mean, that you didn't see anything really on social media that was pro her. No. At all. And apparently she posted something and only like one celebrity liked it. And then he posted something and like everybody liked it. Like Naomi Campbell was like, yeah, Johnny. <laughs> so like everybody was really invested in this case. Exactly. I have seen like the cut has done a lot of articles in her favor. Um, that's pretty much the only news outlet that I'm really seeing a strong uh, support for her. And I don't even know if it's in su- as much of support. It's more just kind of making the, the realization that yeah. he did some really crazy shit too. And like we can't sweep that all under the rug. No. Um, so yeah, I mean, I guess it's just a good thing that they're not married anymore and they're both able to hopefully put this behind them and yeah. just move forward. Well, he did rake up a $64,000 tab at an Indian food restaurant last night. I don't know how I know that. Like the stuff that I know is stupid. <laughs> so he's obviously <laughs> celebrating. Of course, that's insane. <laughs> it's insane. So Virginia can go back to being Virginia there no no uh, Jack Sparrow is coming for you anytime soon. Agreed. Agreed. Okay. So a lot of other crazy things happened last week, um, including uh, some Bravo stuff. So Teresa Judice is getting married, as we all know, and Ramona Singer being the most Ramona Singer S type person she could be posted the wedding invitation on her Instagram, um, which actually is not the first time that this has happened in the Bravo sphere. Jackson, Brittany actually accidentally posted Stassi's wedding invitation or it was Lala's. I know Jackson, Brittany, it was one of the two when they were getting married. Um, so Ramona was interviewed at the MTV movie awards yesterday. Basically you can tell that she was pissed, but she was trying to be nice about it. I think they both just said, you know, she didn't, it wasn't intentional and that she is still invited to the wedding, even though she did that, but there is going to be like a huge increase in security that will be there because they're not changing the, um, location, time, date, anything of the wedding. So now it's just like public knowledge where it is. Um, it's also public knowledge that 
every single housewife on the cast of New Jersey is getting invited, including Margaret. Um, and then a lot of, I pretty much the whole cast of real housewives ultimate girls trip is invited as well too. Yeah. And there are rumors that the countess and Kenya are actually a part of the wedding party, but Melissa Gorga isn't. I know that's so wild. (laughs) So wild, but I also just had a brilliant idea. What? We should go. We should go. (laughs) I know we should go. I think it's, I think it is it probably in New York or like near here. Yeah. It's like coming up too. Yeah. We'll look at it. Sixth. Okay, good. Yeah. We'll, we'll definitely. And I don't have any plans that day. (laughs) Amazing. (laughs) Oh Um, my God. Okay. So did you watch the real housewives of Dubai premiere? It's like the one it's still on my list, but I've heard good things. I've heard a lot about the one. I can't remember her name, but there's like a star is born basically about yes. That everybody's obsessed with her. Yeah. I watched it. I was a little bit bored, but I think that's just because like getting into a new franchise, you have to set like the groundwork for each character, you know, so you're not right in the drama, but I stand Carolyn Stansbury. She's from ladies of London. And she's kind of the one that like brought this whole group together. Mm -hmm. I listened to a podcast with her and skinny confidential last year. And she's just like, she would be one of our best friends. Yeah. I love talks about like crazy shit. (laughs) Like, and she's about to marry a 28 year old like guy and she's in her forties. I, I love, love her. Kate, uh, Kim K vibes, you know? Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Um, but I really, when I was watching it, it kind of felt like a mix between housewives and selling sunset. Like, you know how selling sunset, everything's really gold. Like everything on screen, like looks like it's filmed in a beauty filter. Oh yeah. They, they use the most insane beauty filters on that show. So insane. And like, everything's almost like a a tint of like glitz and gold on the screen. Yeah. And that's kind of how this was filmed. I mean, it's absolutely beautiful, but you can tell they're pumping like a shit ton of money into it. Oh, 100%. It, It, they're trying to do the best that they can there. Yeah. So anyway, definitely watch it. And I can't wait to talk to you about it next week. Yay. Um, okay. I know you're watching Beverly Hills. Of course. I mean, it is giving me a lot more anxiety than I would like it to. (laughs) Um, I think it's hard because when you have a group of like five on a cast that are just so tight knit, and then you have kind of like three outsiders, or I guess maybe even at four with Diana, the new girl. It's like really hard because the five won't go against each other. Yeah. And it's it's so frustrating as a viewer that they won't call anybody each other out on their shit because they are have this like almost like blood bond that they're not going to do it. And so it can get really frustrating. I mean, I think that they've done the best that they can do in terms of casting, bringing women on that are going to call them out because they had to like have some differentiation, but it was tough. I think on the last episode with Crystal Minkoff, when she was kind of having the moment with the group saying that she doesn't ever feel like her feelings are heard. I understood what she was initially trying to say where she was like trying to defend Sutton and be like, Sutton has apologized. Her and Dorit are good, but you guys keep saying that her feelings aren't valid and that she isn't saying the right things, even though she's saying, well, this is how I feel. And you're telling her that that's wrong. And so I got what Crystal was initially trying to say, but then it just got so derailed. And then I was almost like, okay, why are we bringing up so much from the past? And then the last episode kind of ended with her saying that Sutton said something like really dark, but then not 
admitting what it was. And then you have Garcelle, who's the only black woman on the cast being like, if this has to do with racism, which it did, I need to know what she said because she's one of my best friends. Yeah. And, um, it seems like we're going to kind of get to hear maybe a little bit of what was said on the next episode. Um, but yeah, it does must have been filmed is what I like. Yeah. must have been filmed. So I'm wondering if they're going to like leak any unseen footage from that. But I know what you mean. Like I was so on Crystal's side. I think Crystal is so normal that she Mm -hmm. has trouble navigating these women because Kyle is such a producer and she goes in with a producer mind that like Crystal just doesn't even understand how to do that. You know? Yeah. Garcelle and Kyle, like, you know, Garcelle's on the talk are the real one of those, you know, the view type shows Garcelle knows what she's doing in terms of being, she has a hosting job. Like she knows how to keep a conversation flowing with another group of women in that type of setting of like a talk show. So she can easily come to Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. And yeah, does she bring up things where I'm like, Garcelle, let's just not. But she is trying to get the conversation going. And I think it like the other women aren't as like prime to do what her and Kyle do. Yeah, Um, I agree. So it is very interesting, like watching. I do really like this season, though, so far. Um, I've really enjoyed it. So I'm kind of just along with the ride. I'll always be a fan of Sutton's. I know people like have their things about her, but I do. I mean, given she didn't say anything like horrible um, or whatever is going to come out next episode. But I do enjoy her, Garcelle and Crystal so much that I am fans of theirs. And that's generally the side I'm always taking in these arguments. I think Sutton is absolutely ridiculous, but I think she's unequivocally herself. Like oh, yeah. she's in her own world. And I don't think she does anything with malice. God, what are these SAT words coming out of my mouth? <laughs> but I just think she's so in her own world. And I, I would want to be in Sutton's world too. I think it's fabulous. Fabulous. Yeah. Fabulous. Um, okay. So speaking of fabulosity, I just quickly, quickly want to touch on the last episode of Kardashians that came out. I'm sure you saw the clip, but basically she, Kim was talking about her, how her and Pete, like really started seeing each other. And she was just like, well, I was DTF. Um, so I was DTF and I wanted to hear about Pete Davidson's BDE. And now they're still together. And now he's taking Saint to the Cheesecake Factory in uh, West, West L.A. <laughs> yeah, it made me laugh. So I actually downloaded and watched like I was three episodes behind. So I watched them on the airplane um, yesterday nice. from Cincinnati here. But you guys like every time Kravis, like Courtney oh. Kardashian and oh. Travis Barker, I was like hiding my, my, I was watching on my phone and I was like hiding my phone because so I was cringe. so embarrassed that the other airline people were going to be like, what is she watching? It's like watching porn. It is literally like watching porn on the flight. And I, so like every time a scene with them came up, I like had to turn my brightness all the way down and like, just listen to it on sound. Cause I'm like, if somebody sees me, I'm like embarrassed about watching this. Um, so, so that was really I literally funny. muted the ep- episode where Ellen DeGeneres is like, is that just all the time? They're just always like that. And, and Chris is like, yeah, they yeah, are. they are. 
baby, like I'll breathe your air. If you breathe my air, we just need one. We just need one follicle, baby. One follicle. I was like, I can't, I can't like, I'm happy that she's happy, but every scene it's, it's that. And it's just too intense. Um, I'm like, just be like normal. Like the one episode they were kind of playing checkers or chess. I was like, just play chess. Like just play the game. Yeah. Yeah. It's, It's a lot. It's a lot, but you know, Good for them. I liked the part where Kim talked about how uh, Megan Fox texted her and said, like, you have a better chance of like me, get, me and uh, Machine Gun Kelly getting eaten by alligators than ever getting Kim Kardashian's phone number, so fucking rude. which is so rude. And so it's funny that they did end up together and like kind of reminded me of when Kelly uh, told Kyle that he would never have a chance making out with me. And then now we're engaged. Seven years later, they're about to get married. <laughs> exactly. Oh my God. That's so funny. I also have to say, I did really enjoy the moments that we got of Kanye West on either the last episode or the episode before that with the fire truck. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That was cute when he's taking them to school every day. I like seeing that side of him because he is a really good dad. And so like, he's crazy. And we're, we're, I think we're about to get into the crazy stuff with him. Yeah. But I really enjoyed the scenes with him. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I do think we're about to hit crazy because I think the preview for next week is them talking about the song that's about to come out where he chops off Pete Davidson's head in the song. And remember that during like when that was actually happening live and everybody was like, what the hell is going on? I can't believe we get all the behind the scenes footage of all of that. Yeah, I think the show was a little slow to start and now yeah. we're it's getting good. Like we're getting we're into in the good stuff. Yeah, we're getting the we're getting the green juice and the tossed salads. Cam. Exactly. <laughs> I started a phenomenon. I started a phenomenon. I got to work on that. <laughs> okay, going to so random things we love. Okay, so I kind of talked about this in the beginning about wanting to feel like my best self. Well, yesterday I went to an event and they were doing this thing called shoot, now I forget what it's called, but I'll put it in the show notes. And it's basically this like thing that you strap around your stomach and it's, it like penetrates your stomach and it replicates you doing 54,000 sit-ups in 15 minutes. I just like hate that shit though. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so random things I hate. Um, <laughs> I, talk I just, hot take. <laughs> I'm just like, cause all the celebrities are doing it. And then I'm like, does it really work? Or does it just give you like little abs for maybe a night? Because if you really did 54,000 sit-ups, like that's an insane amount of sit-ups. I mean, I'm so, so insanely sore. Okay. So you're sore. I'm so sore. And it just feel it targeted places in my stomach that you couldn't normally hit. Interesting. So you think that it works? I think like if you'd probably do a lot of sessions, it will work. But I think like definitely that's what the Kardashians do. Like that's why they have those like I mean, you have to eat really well. You have to work mm-hmm. out, but you do stuff like that. And I think, you know, that's how they get those like abs. Yeah. Um, but it felt like there were little alien people inside my stomach and the alien people were like doing the workouts inside my stomach. It was the weirdest feeling in the entire world. Oh my God. Okay. Maybe I'll try it. I've always just been a little bit more hesitant towards things like that, but also it's always like, Oh, come and do this, but then you have to do it to get results, you have to go like 12 times at once a month. So it's like, you can go once, but then 
nothing's really going to happen. Well, I, so I did also the heat one and I'm so sorry that I'm blanking on the name. I'll definitely put it in the notes, but I did the heat one and that's one that you only do one time. Wow. So apparently I'm supposed to get results in like 12 weeks. It like melts fat cells. And so I'll definitely keep you guys posted. Wow. Okay. That's amazing. So mine is actually an actual workout. I'm just kidding. kidding. Um, I was just going to talk about uh, mile high run club because I have been really obsessed with it this past year. I mean, I've always liked going, but I think I've just gotten to a really good routine with it. And now that it's getting so hot out, I'm having trouble running outside like I could at the beginning of this year. I just get like really bad stomach aches when I get overheated and like exhausted. So um, I've been trying to go more during the week than I will like, will like run outside. But I do think they have a pretty good deal in terms of like New York prices. So I just bought their um, like unlimited monthly unlimited pass since I'm going to be here pretty much uninterrupted for like the next three and a half weeks. Um, And I have a 10K next weekend. And then I have a four mile race after that. And then a five, raise after that. So I wanted to kind of try to keep it like my running cardio up, but their price is 160 for unlimited for a month. And their classes are really good, really good. And their classes are 36 a class. So it's the same price pretty much as berries, but I felt like the unlimited was really good. You have to keep it to one location though. So like I chose the NoHo location, but it's unlimited. Like I can go as many times I want for the next month. So If you guys are in New York and are interested, it's too hot to run outside, but you want to like get a good workout in definitely check that out because the prices are, the prices are good compared to other studios. It's too hot to handle. It's way too hot to handle. Um, I've been thinking about maybe doing class pass. I've actually never done it before, but I've been loving going back to classes. Like it's just totally changed the game. And I've been going to like Y seven and Pilates and stuff. And I've just been loving it. Maybe even doing it like twice a week or even once a week. It's just nice yeah. to like get to a class. Yeah. And why seven is us. Why seven's not cheap either. I think no. pre pandemic, they were like $25 a class. Cause I used to go to the one in Williamsburg. And now I think they're up to like 30, 35, 32. Yeah. 32, all the towels. It's like, Yeah. So it gets expensive. So I feel like having, um, class pass is like the way to go. Yeah. (sighs) Courtney, as always, we did it. We did it. Um, thank you guys so much for joining us. Oh, and somebody sent us a DM about talking about the circle. Kyle and I watched the first season and we can definitely dissect it on the next episode. Cause now we're watching season four. Um, Kyle loves it. It's his new favorite show. He loves it more than I love it. Um, but I need to catch up to him so that we can talk about it next week. So we'll definitely talk about the circle. Cause I know somebody wanted us to do that. Awesome. Well, I can't wait to talk to you all next week and definitely share this episode with all your friends. Yay. Bye. Bye.